Football on Off the Ball. With Sky, the Premier League is back. Watch Crystal Palace versus Arsenal live only on Sky Sports. So uh, football on Off the Ball is brought to you by Sky. You can watch over 400 games this season from the Premier League, the WSL, the Scottish Premiership, the EFL live on Sky Sports. And a man you'll be seeing front and centre over the next couple of months needs uh, no introduction, not least around these parts. Roy Keane, uh, you're very, very welcome. Thanks for the time. Great to have you on. Yeah, no problem. All good. So um, I'll start with the really important stuff then. After uh, 15 glorious months, you got rid of your Instagram account. There are two million uh, followers very upset. You've, you've, you've let it go. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll <laughs> get over it and survive. I, I, we... Um, I've said it before, we I done it just for a bit of fun with, with COVID and um, my youngest daughter was insistent I'd done it. So we done it, had a little bit of fun, but it's um, we moved on. It's, uh, yeah, just uh, put a closure on it. Uh, the nature of the summer months, you disappear from our TV screens and then uh, you pop up occasionally at the odd sporting event. Cork Dublin, you suddenly popped up on the screen there, got a nice reception from the Dublin fans. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, um, no, I got a, obviously the beauty with the break. I obviously got back to Ireland quite a bit. Got to a couple of GA matches, a couple of um, obviously soccer matches. Um, obviously disappointed at Croke Park and not with the booing, uh, with the results. <laughs> Cork obviously getting well beaten, but it was a good day out, and I was well looked after. So um, good. I I can survive the, the few boos. Don't worry. The camera just pulled away as you were about to. You were either giving them a wave or something else, but we didn't. We, we'll never quite know. Do you know what I was doing? I'd lost the best, and I know there was still plenty of time left in the game, but obviously Cork were never coming back. So I was just about to hand over the few bob that I'd lost. There you go. That's what I was doing. How often do you get home? Um, no, I'd be home I'd probably on average. I definitely get back every probably every three weeks, maybe for a few days. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So still very attached. Still love coming home. Yeah, there's obviously always reasons to get back. And um, so I'm very lucky, with, I suppose, with the work I do. I've got a bit of freedom and I can kind of duck and dive and go back to Ireland when I please, which is quite regular. Is it a like a sense of, I don't know, decompress, wait off? Because I saw you say in a recent interview, your family will joke if you're in a certain mood, oh, get them off to Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah that happens sometimes, yeah. But then... When I go back to Cork, my family in Cork would say, you better get back to England. So I'm, uh, I, uh, but no, I, I, listen, it's always the case. And again, depends on the circumstances. Sometimes I have to get back uh, more regularly than others. Depends how busy I am, if I'm doing matches or uh, how the season's going. But yeah, I, I, I'm very lucky. I, I have the option to get back when I like, whether I jump on a flight, or which I've done a lot over the last year or two, is uh, jump on the boat, which I, I, I really enjoy that, uh, that freedom. It's yeah. good. I saw you say that before. What is it about the boat, the slowness of that trip, and maybe um, I guess... it's just relaxing a bit of time to yourself. And again, if I go on at certain certain days, you might get on it, and um, you know there might be a there'd be a sporting events on the boat, and you can relax. And it's just even even driving. I've always liked driving. It's nice to have the car, um, and again, I go back to it, that that freedom. So I do enjoy the boat, and it's not as uh, sometimes you go through airports and the queues, and it all seems a bit more intense was on the board it just seems um, more relaxing when you have your time to yourself like that do you think much about your playing career these days no not really no I no it's strange enough when obviously there's, there's always a worry for any ex-players when you, the worry is when you stop playing 
um, the mindset, uh, missing the game. But I, I moved on very, very quickly. So unless I'm asked a question about my career, I very rarely kind of think about it. I, I moved on very, very quickly. I was lucky, obviously, I stayed involved in the game, whether it be manager, coaching, uh, and obviously I now do the, do the TV work, so I'm still involved in, in football. Mm. No, not in terms of, I don't look back on my own career and have like trips down memory lane, no. Was that just a natural thing and that's just the way you are? Or did you ever say to yourself, almost in a conscious way, I need to be careful here not to be kind of living in the past and glory days all the time? You know, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I think it's a bit of bored, really. You're thinking to yourself, you, you have to move on. It's you know, Obviously, I stopped playing. I was 34. Um, I certainly didn't want to be living in the past and, uh, and mm. looking back and saying, what if I could have done this or I should have done that? No, but sometimes, obviously, people ask you questions about your career or you do a Q&A and you, you might have to reflect on it. But um, I think I was definitely one of these players when I, um, w- when I was coming to the end and I, I, I did have it in my mindset that I was going to try and move on quickly and certainly not live in the past and not have any hang-ups or, or, um, or, or, or overanalyze things. I just, uh, so I've been lucky on that side of it. But I think the fact that I've stayed involved in football has obviously probably helped. What about your relationship with Manchester United now? When you go into Old Trafford, do you feel a warmth and an affinity with the club and still very much part of it? Or, you know, obviously it didn't end in perfect fashion to say the least does that overshadow the relationship with the club at large now well, I had great memories at United but it's like if you ask me if I go back when I go back to Forest or Court Ramblers or Celtic or whatever if I go back to watch an Irish match uh, no you, you have to move on I, there's no um, there's nothing pulling out my heartstrings with any of the clubs I've played for that would say listen this is my club and it's great to be back far from it again I've moved on I, I think the one club I look back on with the greatest memories is <laughs> my team in, in Cork Rockmont because that was that gave me the foundation to go off and have a decent career I got good habits and I go back and watch Rockmont but in terms of when I go back to Man United and particularly obviously I'm working I'm there to work and analyse a match and give a fair mm. fair opinion on what I'm watching so the, this idea that I, I might go back to Old Trafford or uh, maybe do a couple of games this year for Forest obviously no doubt maybe on Sky or whatever I, I'm going back there to work and to be professional and I, I don't get all giddy about mm. going back to, to clubs I've worked for Sky are fond of times of showing old games on the TV when a United game comes on one that you've you've played in and you sit down and, and, and take it in which I presume maybe you do what's that experience like are you generally impressed or is it head and hand stuff or a bit of both it, it, it depends on the game or the result or Again, sometimes you look back and uh, if there's a, a, game, a game on the television, you look back and you might realise how bad you are. Or you might watch a game and you go, listen, maybe I was better than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Your performance, but it's like anybody's career. You'll have good and bad games, but I, I wouldn't be uh, sitting around planning to watch an, an old game. It's just if the timing's right and you're sitting at home, there's nothing else on and something goes on, you say, listen, I'll, I'll watch some of that, but not, not nanny. Again, it's just like watching any game. Honestly, it's just it go back to that closure. Mm. You move on. It was a great time in my life. I count my blessings, but I've got other things to worry about now. And I've, I have moved on. I don't, I don't sit around waiting for all games to come on or <laughs> to people about, you know, um, how lucky I was to have uh, to have played with some brilliant players. So the family don't all gather around to watch how brilliant Roy was back in the day. No, no, I, I, 
I, I do keep telling them how brilliant I was, but they, no, they don't seem to take much. <laughs> they have no interest. No, they, they, they've moved on as well, thank God, which is just as important. How do you keep fit these days? How is your body after 20 odd years? I'm not fit. I'm far from fit. I, uh, my fitness levels are actually uh, very, very embarrassing because I've not put on loads to weigh. It doesn't mean to say I'm fit. Um, I wouldn't be able to do any sort of running or any really any sort of put it this way I avoid I've been invited a number of times over the last years to, to play a kind of legend games or whatever you want to call it and I, I find it really difficult because I wouldn't be able to get around just too many injury problems um, but I try and have a decent diet obviously and I, I'm obviously wary of putting on too much weight but I certainly wouldn't be fit enough to go on any sort of run or I do a small bit of cycling but even that I'm, I'm not exactly Sean Kelly you know <laughs> Uh, do you have any great competitive, I mean, well, look, aside from, you know, years in management, but um, just in your day-to-day life, do you have any competitive outlet as such? You see a lot of former footballers and like golf is kind of their their thing that, that they, they get to be competitive again at. Do you have anything like that or is it more chilled? No, I don't think I was ever that, the only time I was really competitive in my life was obviously playing when I was, when I was a soccer player. You know, I've heard people say about me, I was competitive with my kids or whatever but no I know. the football used to bring out that emotion in me where obviously I, I would do anything to win a game of football but I no I haven't got that in other aspects of my life I, people mentioned you mentioned golf I tried golf once or twice it wasn't for me mm. um, I'd rather the, the bit of free time I have now would be if I'm going like the only exercise I really would would do is probably just walking my dogs but as we know that doesn't exactly keep you fit it doesn't get your heart rate up but it keeps you busy, keeps the body moving and um, uh, keeps the mind occupied. Yeah. Uh, going back to that point about getting the ferry and avoiding crowds, just uh, reading or watching recent interviews you've done, it seems as you as if you dislike the public glare now, maybe more than ever, selfies and being approached, or, or has that always been a kind of aspect to your personality? I wouldn't say I've ever liked it. Obviously, I tolerated it, particularly when I was a player. Um and I think when I was a player, I think people had a bit more, I suppose, respect. But nowadays, it's um, people are very, very intrusive, particularly obviously with mobile phones and the cameras, and people are really rude. If anyone approaches me, I have no problem. But when people are constantly taking pictures or videoing you, and um, yeah, that's the bit that obviously I don't know, I don't know anybody who enjoys that side of it. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's. But that's that's part of life. So coming up, politely asking for a photo, not such an issue. It's more the intrusive aspect, is it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when people don't say please or thank you, yeah, that's uh, but that goes without saying. So yeah, that, that's that's where I'd have an issue. If people aren't polite about it, and that's that's only natural. And increasingly, do you try and avoid those situations, like akin to the ferry and other things? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. No, I don't. I don't. I don't hide myself away. No. We are talking with Roy Keane. All the football on off the ball is brought to you by Sky. Get the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. We will be seeing you on our TV screens, Roy, over the coming months again. Do you get nervous going on TV? Um, no, I would, I would, no, I wouldn't say nervous, but obviously we, we, we know we're, we're going to work. It's a live event. You've got to be switched on. You've got to, again, go back to it. You've got to be on time. You've got to respect the people you're working for and you've got to give your opinion. Mm. You know, I, I see enough people who do media work who do a lot of talking but don't give an opinion and and that's what I feel I'm there to do and if companies are happy to ask me back 
then brilliant. But I've said it before, I, I kind of, I'm quite relaxed with this, this type of work. Um, but, it, you know, it's, you do have to concentrate and you have to focus and you have to do your homework on the teams that are playing and, and whatever. Um, I wouldn't say I'm nervous. Yeah. But I know when I'm going to work as well, my mindset's getting into, you know, you, you have to kind of get in the zone and be, and be ready because sometimes you, you don't know what's coming your way in terms of questions. And that does that extend to like almost taking a certain pride in it now and maybe even watching it back or thinking, well, was I good there? Could I be better here? Like taking it no, that would, seriously? No, I wouldn't look at it that way. I, I, I certainly wouldn't be looking back on games. I, I think I've got enough common sense to know when I feel I've, I've you know, I've... I've done a decent bit of work, but it's like when I was a player, you're working, anybody in, I'm sure you have it the same. Some days you go to work, you feel I just felt sharp today. There's other days you think, well, I could have got my preparation better. It's all about improvement, but not, not overanalyzing either. And just going, using a bit of common sense, I said, listen, I felt sharp today. I felt really, you know, well last night or even about food. It's like, it's like preparation for something. I, also, to be, again, not to be, not to overanalyze it where you're, you're overthinking things, you know, yeah, and is that we, we, I just try and give my opinion about what I see? And as is that so slightly, I would presume then far less intense than you would have been about playing or about management. It's not. It's not on that level of importance to yeah, you. Of course, it's, it's chalk and cheese, but yeah. there's still a responsibility to being a pundit on television. When you go to work, there's a responsibility for the companies you're working with, the people you're working with. I go back to it. People say about. I always say I, I turn up on time. I respect the people I'm working with. I give my opinion and I go home. Mm. That, that, that I, I simplify it that way, but I don't take my eye off the ball. I don't turn up for a game and say, oh, who's playing today? I, I obviously do my homework. I, the bottom line is I love football. Football's in my blood. Mm. Uh, people might see it as a job. It's more than that to me. Football's my life. And uh, and if I wasn't doing this, like I said, I'm always out watching matches. I'd watch, I love watching top-level matches, but I'm, I'm happy to watch teams, League of Ireland matches, or Salford, or Rockmont, my old team. I, I love watching all t- levels of football. Mm. Uh, when you get in full flow uh, post-match, especially if you're irritated by something you've seen or you don't think it's good enough and you, you, you give a full opinion, uh, generally, do you, the next day, with a bit of adrenaline gone, do you ever feel, oh, I went a touch over the top there? Or in most cases, do you feel like, yeah, stand by that, that was fine? Like, do you get caught up in the moment almost on TV is what I'm asking? Or are you generally happy enough? I think when you're doing the, again when you're doing football work or TV work or when it's played, I'm obviously quite emotional, but I think that's good. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be robotic about something. And when I do watch matches, I do get frustrated, but I think that's a good thing. Have I ever gone overboard on a player? Nothing springs to mind. I'm sure you might have a few examples, but again, I don't wake up in a Monday morning and feel I've gone overboard because I do try and be fair with players. I know if I say something about players I'll grab a lot of headlines but I still think 85-90% of what I say about players or teams or managers is positive yeah. I feel if players not doing his job properly or if someone's down tools to somebody then yeah I will say that and that's what we're there to do we can't you can't try and fool people but sometimes you have to give people a break I get that but my intention when I'm driving to a match is not that I'm going to go after somebody but if a match situation and something happens where I feel a player is not doing his job properly or not focused or giving it his all, then I would mention that, of course, I would. Sure. That's, that's part of my job. I watched um, the other evening just uh, an interview you did with Kevin Kilban around the time of the release of your second book and you were talking about punditry in that interview and you sort of half apologised for what you said, but you said like you're, you're 
attitude to punditry was almost you felt like I'm better than that. Like I can, you know, you were like, I'm sorry for saying it, but that's how I feel. I feel like I can, I can give more to the game or I can do more in the game than being in a studio or on a pitch. I, is that still your sense? Because in, in some respects, being on Sky every week, it, like you couldn't be in a more prominent position in the game if you take my meaning, like you're kind of front and centre week in, week out. I'm not on every week. Well, you take the, give or take though. You know, you're you're. Um, um, uh, I'm not every week. I'm not even on every second week. You know. Well, put it this Sorry. way: you'd be almost more um, part of the general public's experience of the game than if you were managing a mid-table team in the championship. You know, you're there broadcasting to millions of people. Do you have you revisited that sense that almost punditry is is a touch beneath where you want to be in the game? No, well, I mean, I, I, obviously, I went into management, and I've, I've worked at management. Sure. I've worked in the Premier League as a manager. I worked at the international team, and and what I do look at when I look at the punditry stuff or the work I'm doing, I, I appreciate it, and I certainly don't look down on it. Right. But mindset, many years ago, you could look back at any interview, ten or fifteen years ago. I think that interview with Kevin it must have been would have been obviously ten years ago. Yeah, or more. about that. Yeah, about that. I was in the management mindset, but I certainly appreciate what I'm doing. I there's a role to play. But I don't, um, like I said earlier, I don't, I don't overanalyze the role. I appreciate it. It's mm. just somebody giving their opinion. And if you agree with it, fine. If you don't, sometimes even better. But I certainly don't look down on it. It's just part of my, I suppose, my education. Again, from being a player to being a manager to being an assistant coach at international level to being an assistant coach at uh, Forest and Villa. And I enjoy this. I, I enjoy what I do because I'm working with good people and, and good companies. So I, I can't complain too much. Have you talked to Chairman recently about taking potential oh. jobs? Is that a, a, a regular-ish oh. occurrence? Yeah, I think that's always going to be in the background because I've got that hunger to go back into it. But I think it's. I've also said the longer it goes on, then that that, that those chances will obviously um, won't be coming around as much. But I've had talks over the last few months with the Chairman, yeah, and it's not worked out. With a couple of chairmen, actually. So I think that'll always be ongoing in the background. If something comes up or someone calls me, it's like any line of work. If somebody calls me and says, are you interested? I'm going to speak to people. Mm. Of course, that's the most natural thing in the world. And Roy, what are, what are the reasons it tends not to work out or what are the issues that tend to crop up which stop it happening? Sorry? What are the reasons it tends, you know, when you meet a chairman and you chat about the potential role, is there a common reason it doesn't tend to happen? It could be anything. It could be, first of all, they, they might want offer you the job. Or you've just spoke to him, but you don't want the job. Or you 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 can't agree a contract. A number of reasons. Mm. But again, I'm, I'm I'm dead relaxed about my life goes on. If something comes up and it's a good club and a good chance, then I'll have a look at it. But if not, I have a great life. I'm very very lucky. Uh, just a final um, thought because the clock's against us. We were hoping maybe to chat in a bit more depth about the season ahead. How do you see it in broad terms going between, I guess, Man City and Liverpool in particular? Well, in terms of winning the title, I can see beyond Liverpool and Man City. I think they're so strong. Uh, their recruitment has been excellent. Um, there's great hunger in the group. Brilliant managers. Um, I think it'd be interesting, obviously, to see who can who can get close to them. Regarding Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, United, can they get can they get close to them? The obviously relegation. Uh, see how the promoted teams do, but. As we saw last year, there's been some brilliant players and um, some brilliant matches. Brilliant end into the season last year uh, for Man City. Tough on Liverpool. Great quality. There's great signings coming into the league. Obviously, Haaland being probably the number one. So I think it's it's it's, ex- it's exciting. We're all looking forward to it, particularly for people who obviously love football. 
and I know the clock's against us. Uh, question on Manchester United. Your sense of Ten Hag and in particular the Ronaldo situation is brewing. Obviously he was criticised by the manager for uh, leaving before the end of the Rayo Vallecano game. That situation has been brewing for some time. It seems like it's really coming to a head now. I know you're a big Ronaldo fan. Uh, what's your sense of how this is going to play out? There's obviously something to miss. I think there's obviously the club. There's one or two issues, not just with Ronaldo, but Ronaldo missing pre-season. He said it was family reasons. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's made it clear he obviously wants to leave, probably wants to play in the Champions League. It's not ideal, but these things happen. Um, but also for the manager, I, I think when you're a manager, you don't, you don't go look for trouble, but trouble comes your way. So I think it's, it's a situation the manager got to deal with, but that's what they're prepared to do. And I would say if they move Ronaldo on in the next week or two, then the manager's put a marker down and it's fine. United will survive. They'll mm. probably need one or two replacements in because you can't guarantee with Martial. Um, and if he puts his puts his foot down and says, you're staying, because uh, we want 20-odd goals from you, I think that that can be done as well. I, I don't think it's a case of everyone saying, Ronaldo's this, he's got, you've got to get rid of him. You've got to manage the situation. You might say to Ronaldo, we, we need you. We, we need your goals. Or short of a squad okay his body language towards the end of last season wasn't great he has to improve all that you've got to stroke his ego a little bit as well of course and his behaviour has to improve as a senior player but I think if United decide and it's, the deal suits everybody like anything else then you let him go but I don't think United are in a great position to be letting players who guarantee you 20 goals to be walking out the door when you haven't got a replacement so it'll be interesting to see over the next few weeks and um but Man United have other problems, not just Ronaldo. You know, the recruitment hasn't been quite great. You know, hasn't been quite right so far. I think they've brought three in. They need one or two more in. Mm. Um, and they're a long way off, obviously, competing against um, Man City and Liverpool. But again, that, that's life. It's all part of the, the challenge for the new manager. It sure is. Uh, Roy, talking to us as part of Sky's coverage. You can watch every live Premier League game this season on Sky Sports, PT Sport and Premier Sport Sports. Uh, Roy, thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the season ahead. Appreciate it. Football on off the ball. With Sky, the Premier League is back. Watch Crystal Palace versus Arsenal live only on Sky Sports.